Hi, I'm George Stalker, and this is Last Week in .NET for the week that ended July 24th, 2021. Now, there were several zero days and some more pontif pontificating on the future of programming as it relates to Copilot. It's been, a la uh, it's been a very busy week, so let's see what happened last week in .NET. Next generation firewall capabilities with Azure Firewall Premium. Microsoft is literally charging a premium for better security. Not a great plan. Let's make Visual Studio even more accessible together. This is a wonderful shift in focus by the Visual Studio team, and I hope that Visual Studio accessibility continues to improve. Also, Cecil Phillips and David Pine talk about positional pattern matching in C-sharp and how it works. And true to the internet, there's at least two commentators in this YouTube video who think they know better than the language creators. And true to the internet, there's at least two comments on this YouTube video who think that they know better than the language creators. Kevin Beaumont validates that Microsoft made the SAM database, which is the user password database, accessible to non-admin users on Windows 10, which is, well, problematic, to say the least. Kevin followed up with a blog post that goes deeper into the, how this vulnerability called hashtag HiveNightmare works. Now, I would like just one week, one week, where it does not feel like the sky is falling in, in the InfoSec land. And speaking, of course, of the sky falling, Windows Hello can be bypassed using an infrared image of the user's face. Now, we call it science fiction because it isn't realistic, and, and that's true. They put more effort into security in science fiction than we do in real life. DevSec AI. GitHub Copilot is prone to writing security flaws. Now, Microsoft's designs of monetizing Copilot seems to be fading. The problem with artificial intelligence is that it can only mimic our own intelligence. Jonathan Blow, who is the creator of Braid and The Witness, says don't use fopen on Windows. It turns out there's a bug when you do file stuff in multiple threads where file flushes don't happen at predictable times. There's a blog post out titled GitHub Copilot, Fatally Flawed or the Future of Software Development? Um, yes. Also, Ars Technica writes, there are two for Tuesday vulnerabilities send Windows and Unix, excuse me, Linux users scrambling. Now, exploit number one that Ars Technica refers to was the aforementioned SAM database vulnerability. And second is a vulnerability in the Linux kernel. By creating, mounting, and deleting a, a deep directory structure with a total path link that exceeds one gigabyte and then opening and reading the slash proc slash self slash mount info file. I am um, I'm impressed by whoever found that. The ML community stand-up happened last week, and they talked about ML.net 1.6 and more. Christo Matakas has a blog post out on how to secure OpenAPI, that is Swagger, calls with Azure Active Directory. Also, the Azure SDK release, July 2021, uh, was last week, and yes, the word Azure is in the title, but not much else, which means it's definitely an Azure team blog post. Now, to clue you in on what the title doesn't tell us, 
The Azure SDK includes new app configuration settings, features for iOS in Azure communication services, and releases Azure Cosmos DB for Java, Azure Data Tables, and Azure Metrics Advisor for .NET, Java, JavaScript, Python, and more. Yes, and more. Now, I'm going to fall asleep if I have to type all these services out. So if you use the Azure SDK, check this post out. But pour yourself some coffee first. Miguel Ramos tweets that if you do Windows UI development, they're going to want to know what you think. He's on the Windows UI team, and he wants to hear from you. And soon. Also, Visual Studio 2019 16.10.4 has been released. This update includes several bug fixes and performance improvements, as usual. Now, there is a new system.text.json source generator in .NET 6. Now, what is this? This allows you to have system.text.json serialization classes auto-generated for you and results in a more optimized serialization and deserialization process. And I've never realized how hard it is to say the word serialization into a microphone. Now, GitHub Policy, that's a team, they released minimum viable governance, lightweight community structure to grow your FOSS projects. Now, what this is, is a document that gives some sensible defaults for open source project government governance on GitHub. Also, Michael Pena, no, not that one, gave a talk to the Philippine.NET users group on the state of development on .NET and Mac OS, and it is well worth your time. Now, are you looking for the 20 best C-sharp and .NET blogs? Seb Nelson has you covered, but it's my personal opinion that Eric Lippert's blog is criminally underrated. There is a self-reported intuitive guide to understanding closures in C-sharp. And while I won't pass judgment on the word intuitive in the title, I will call it informational. Now that's it for what happened last week in .NET. I'm George Stocker, and I help .NET teams move to event-driven microservices. If your monolith is getting long in the tooth and you're thinking about moving to microservices, why don't you first check out move to micro.services and get the free five-day email course. Thanks, and I will see you next week.